How's it going? Okay, so if you're hearing this, you're probably like, what's going on? Why are you talking to me like this? Uh, well, so we, we, we went through a rebrand. We originally were, speaking of which, we're now Drunken Book Club. But I wanted to keep old episodes alive. So here are the episodes before the main update to Drunken Book Club. These are, you know, episodes that we did on a bunch of different books before we rebranded to Drunken Book Club. I keep referring to us as Drunken Book Club, but also reference speaking of which, which is the old podcast. So there we are. Also, our new socials for this are at DBC underscore pod for Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Drunken Book Club. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's only a dollar a month, and you can tell us what books to read. All right, well, that's it. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to Drunken Book Club. I'm your green Irish host, Christopher the Ripple, joined with a wee last named... Sam, who's a pagan heathen. <laughs> oh, pagan. I thought I heard pagan heathen. Oi. And we read a special book for Drunken Book Club. Oi, what was that book, sweet lass? It was Leprechaun. You're looking over there. Did you write down in your notes? No. Oh. I thought the book was over there. No, the book's right next to me. Okay. But his leprechauns don't play a basketball. Magic O'Grady has more than average tricks on the courts. He's the referring says. to the bedroom. Aye. Oi. He doesn't have just average tricks. He has major tricks. And they're for kids. Oi. I guess not. He doesn't have tricks for kids. It sounds wrong. Tricks are for kids? <laughs> Dirty. Okay, so, so you know, as usual, when we start off a drunken book club, we gotta say what we pre-gamed on. I started off, I, at like 3 o'clock, I had a hot toddy when Sam went to go do her, like, we finished recording the last episode, and I was like, mm, my, my sword's being a little hoarse, I could use something hot, and I said, fuck it, I'm gonna make a hot toddy with honey whiskey and a lemon ginger tea and bango bango bongo, it was pretty darn tasty, Sam didn't come home until like 5 because she was fucking around town like she do. I was in a massage. Fucking around town like she do. She doesn't deny it. That's the second time. I can't be fucking... How could I be fucking around town? With a pussy. <laughs> it's not fucking around town. Fucking around town. I was in a massage. Massaging around. Fucking... I have literal receipts. <laughs> I want to see the papers. Give me the papers. No, no I believe you. She was getting a massage. And I didn't start, I didn't have my second drink until like around five o'clock. I made, I just poured out a, whatever my, my Iron Maiden beer is. I forgot what it's called. Sun and Steel. Sun and Steel. I made that and add a little bit of the orange flavor Mio, or well, generic Mio into it to make a Bundy brew. And it was delicious. Then I had a margarita and wait, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. I just had a regular margarita and then... You had the strawberry. No, didn't I just make... I made two strawberry... I think you did. Yeah, I made two strawberry watermelon margaritas. They're both delicious. And I am now... And then I, I drank a, a swig of honey whiskey. And now I am now nursing a orange crush with vanilla vodka and a little bit of blue curacao in there. And it's not very good. And I might uh, I might dump it... Yeah, that's that's a dumpable drink. Not very good. And it looks awful. Like it, it looks like it looked good in other light. It, yeah, it, it turned green. But in this light, it looks like yeah, it does, sludge. It, it does look like sludge, sludgy wudgy. Sam, what did you drink to get ready to? I'm this? a fucking lightweight. 
So I had a strawberry watermelon margarita. Yep. Delicious. It was delicious. And now I'm on a campfire stout. And she is now drunk as a skunk. I'm gonna bite you. Why is you why do you gotta go biting? Why are you biting? I have an oral fixation. Ah. Just like I do. So to start off our retrospect of the book, uh, you know, with the with the classic Bailey School Kids show, you know, the classic Bailey School Kids adventures. We have to always comment on the classic subject of, are they gawking at a gay person here? I don't think they're gawking at a gay person this time around. I don't think so. Because, okay, to paint a picture for you, uh, or you can look it up on, on, uh, on Google. Google or whatever you use. Maybe you use Google. Bing. Bing's cool, too. Yeah. I like Bing. Bing bong ding dong. They probably all sell your information the same way. Exactly. But Bing rewards you. Yeah. See? So that's why you should use Bing. But Bing, it, Bing, 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 Bing. it has a little man in a red jumpsuit... Uh, tossing a, doing a hook shot backwards and clearly missing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you look at the, it's it's clearly going underneath the hoop, and he's he's pretty short looking. He's like jumping in midair, and you got the black girl, the white girl, and Eddie looking piece of shit looking at him with mouths open in a gawk. That's like, oh my god, is this little person really playing basketball? It looks like it. To I think me. they're just more mocking a little person. I don't think that's a mock look. That's no, but I mock. mean, like, they gawk at little people. That, and they made fun of him. It's it's more like surprise gawk. No, like, in the book, though. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the cover. I'm the, not talking about anything else but the cover. And the co the cover, they're surprise gawking. Yeah, they're surprise gawking. They're like, look at this little person. Playing basketball, and apparently he sucks at it, because, again, he's going to miss he, the he's shot. He's literally missing that shot. Like He's got the confidence like he's going to nail it, but... But he did not nail that shit. The trajectory's not there. All righty. So chapter one, Melody and Liza are giggling up under the oak, old oak tree when suddenly Eddie, who is dressed in so much green, he looks like a demented Bostonian when the Celtics <laughs> make it to the playoffs. Uh, he comes out and pinches Melody as hard as he could. He proclaims she's not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day and that he's a mean green pinching machine. Melody responds by saying she is and points at her shoes, which are tied with green laces. Melody goes to pinch him back in retaliation as are required by St. Patrick Day laws. Like, that's just law yeah, right there. Yeah, I, I would allow it if I was a teacher and I was like, why is she chasing you? Yep. Also, Eddie would be that bitch that gets way too excited about pinching people on St. Patrick's Day. The little shithead. Pinch, 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 pinch. Fuck him. But he runs away across the playground and into their classroom. He gets there and doesn't see their teacher, Mrs. Jeepers, but does see the teacher's pet, Carrie, who is cleaning the chalkboard before class starts. He also notices that she's not wearing green, so he stealthily walks up behind her to pinch her, to pinch, pinch them, when suddenly Mrs. Jeepers appears at the doorway and comments on how surprising it is to see him there so early. He responds by saying that he's there early to play some innocent leprechaun tricks. Mrs. Jeepers is disgusted by the mere mention of those devilish creatures and exposes that where she come from, they stone and beat little people, or at least that's what I read between the lines. In all See, honesty. I was just like, she's racist. Yeah. Or yeah. she just hates little people. And she's also... An Irishman. Also, they're kind of racist because they're like, oh, she's from Transylvania, so that means she's a vampire. I mean, she kind of is. Like, this story kind of exposes her as a vampire. Am I wrong? Yeah. Eddie wants to ask more about leprechauns, but the bell rang for school to start. On to chapter two. I'm going to pinch you. You're not wearing green. Actually, let's check my underwear real quick. Oh no! Okay, gotta come real quick. Ah, oh, came green. You should see a doctor. Well, you can't pinch me now. You're not wearing green. Wait, let me check my underwear. You don't have green underwear. She loves to wear 
I did. You don't have green underwear. Pinch, <laughs> pinch, 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 pinch. Pinch, pinch. Okay, that was fair. Yeah, that's what I thought. Stop pinching me. You pinched me like five times. Shut up, Eddie. You pinched me like five Eddie, times. Eddie, being the ants in the pants child that he is, starts tapping his pencil on his desk out of boredom. When he gets that teacher stare to stop, he uh, he stops and rummages around in his desk. There's plenty of crap in there, but he finds a pair of scissors and notices a long strand of Liza's hair had fallen out of her ponytail. He takes a look to make sure Mrs. Jeepers isn't looking, and when he realizes he's in the clear, he slowly takes those scissors and attempts to give his friend a premature haircut. And he squeezed like he was pulling the trigger of a gun, but something was wrong. He then notices a green flash at the front of the room and realizes his his scream has failed. What? His scream? That's not right. Yeah. His scheme. I, I, there's no R in there. Scheme. Has failed, and he's been busted again. Eddie claims he can't have any demented fun with Mrs. Jeepers around, and is glad that P.E. That PE is starting soon. Mrs. Jeepers announces it's time for P.E., and all the kids line up to be escorted out. Eddie, being a little leprechaun child that he is, pinches Liza's chubby arm. When she exclaims, ow, Mrs. Jeepers turns to her and asks if something is the matter. Liza stammers out a no, and Eddie calls her a scaredy cat for not snitching so, on him. So I have two quote or two things that I have right in this couple of pages. Yeah. So, Mrs. Jeepers, if you killed Eddie, no one would care. No one wouldn't care. No no one would miss him. Not even his grandma or his sister. No one would his care. His dad definitely wouldn't care. I mean, that was already established. I was about to say, if you listened to the last time we read a Bailey School Kids, the, the Christmas episode, you would know. But anyways, and also there's a quote in that line, like at, right after he pinches her. Mm-hmm. Everyone did their best to ignore Eddie. Oh, that's my next part right here, actually, so... Let me continue. Because no one likes Liza him. does her best to ignore Eddie, like everyone else does, and how society will ignore Eddie, and he will clamor on about how he's an incel. But too and bad how he's marginalized. Yes. Too bad for the rest of the class, because Eddie was itching for some excitement, and before they reached the bathrooms, he had pinched three kids, tripped two, and kicked another. Eddie, Eddie's bloodless wasn't satisfied with just what? It <laughs> wasn't satisfied with just that. He notices the girls' bathroom is ajar, and bum rushes Howie into the ladies' room. He should be, his ass should have been, like, suspended five times over by now, by the way. Shh. Howie proclaims what we're, what we're all thinking, what is wrong with you? Exactly. And Howie warns Eddie that if he's not careful, he'll be turned into bat bait by Mrs. Jeepers. And we, we get a, and we get a call back to what we assume is from the first book, which we didn't re- haven't read. Fucking do it, Miss Jeepers. Chapter three. I just want to call out the chapter title of this one. It's Mr. Potato Head. And it's outdated because the world canceled Mr. Potato Head because I'm a fucking idiot who only reads headlines. So, thank you. Thank you. Sam like that. That's all that matters. Her laughter is all that matters to me because she's the only one I can hear. No, don't come in for a snuggle. That's an insult to both of us. I don't care. Aw. She's the bear on the can of her beer. Okay, but continuing on. So the class gets to the gym, and standing next to their normal coach is a short, shriveled old man in a red sweatsuit and green high tops. Which I'm kind of jealous of. I would love to have some green high tops. I had green low tops. No one cares about low tops. They're Converse, and I love them. The main the main four kids... ...poke fun at how the old man... How, at how old the man is, and Liza mentions he was he has a warm smile like her grandpa. I had to mention that. I just like that line. 
Eddie also comments on his marble sack on his waistband. Stop staring at people's sacks. I had to make sure to call it a marble sack. It's a bag. Because I, I, I say sack a lot in this. I'm going to warn you guys now. If you laugh at the word sack, it's going to come up a lot. <laughs> Sam likes the word sack. I'm going to put my sack on you. No. <laughs> no. Where's my sack? Where is it? I don't know where my you sack lost is. sack. My sack is gone. Did you lose your balls too? No. My balls are in my ball sack. But I'm not talking about those balls. Okay. Continuing on. Coach Ellison introduces the little man as Mr. O'Grady from Ireland. He's here to teach the children Irish folk dancing. Okay, but here's a real quick question. Did you ever have to learn some kind of dancing in school? Um, I don't remember. The closest thing was in like a summer school thing. Okay. Where it was like this weird interpretive dance regarding Aztecs. Hmm, gotcha. Because like, I, I was like thinking to myself, it's like we never, like I kind of remember one time we had to learn how to square dance, but I don't remember how to square dance. Like... Um, like, it was, like, one time randomly in elementary school, but I don't remember it. I feel like there might have been something, like, racist with Indian, like, Native American dance or some shit in I, elementary school. I don't remember having to learn it. I remember seeing that, but not having to learn it, though. But doing one of those, like, the teacher's like, I just fucking, yeah, just, copy what was on the video. Yeah. It's yeah, no. fine. Eddie is ecstatic to get to learn about a cultural dance, another culture's dance. Oh, who am I kidding here? He just is, he just wants to fuck around with a new teacher. Howie doesn't think it's a good idea to mess with Mr. O'Grady, commenting that he's been—he's probably been around the block enough times to handle a troublemaker like Eddie. Eddie ignores Howie and starts squeaking his shoes on the gym floor like he had too many beans for dinner. No one else seems to think this is his lame antics are funny. No one thinks that's funny ever, kid. Eddie then decides to pull a prank on Melody, who is focused on Mr. O'Grady. He ties her shoelaces together in a double knot. Mr. O'Grady then asks them to get into their assigned places to get ready... To learn a jig. This causes Melody to fall and Mr. O'Grady to say, Oh, me lucky charms. Like, that's something a normal Irish person says on the regular. He then calls Eddie an imp, and that made me smile. <laughs> he also doesn't seem to get angry at Eddie for pulling a trick, and makes the comment that sometimes, sometimes uh, much can be gained from by tricks. So, two things on that. Mm -hmm. I feel like an imp... And Lucky Charms are just ways that he can't say little shit. Yeah. And fuck. <laughs> fucking. Is that all you got, honey? That, that is my guess. Mr. O'Grady starts a record that plays fiddles and flutes and demonstrates a, a jig. And everyone starts dancing along, except for Eddie, who calls this a gay fucking piece of shit. He, he says a gay, he calls him gay. That's a slur, Eddie. He can't do that. He also calls him a sissy. Well, that's later on. He calls the calls dancing sissy. He calls Irish men that like to dance sissy. He calls him gay, which is not appropriate, Eddie. He would be one of those people, I'm just saying. No, I wouldn't I'm, be surprised. I'm, I'm, not saying that he, I'm not saying that as like an actual like insult. I'm just saying he's one of those people who would call it gay. And that's not appropriate, Eddie. Yeah, no. That, that's not appropriate anymore. Hell, it shouldn't have been appropriate 10 or 20 years ago. But guess what? It's not appropriate now, so shut the fuck up, Eddie. You little fucking freckled piece of shit. Little ginger ass. I don't, he's not ginger. He's got red curly hair. He's got... It literally said his red curly hair at one point. He's got fucking shit for brains. That's what he's got. Yeah. Chapter four. Eddie watches his friends dance around like grasshoppers in a field. He says nuts to that and goes behind the bleachers. That's the second time, second or third time I've said nuts to that <laughs> in, in one of these. Uh, Take he, a drink. Here he finds all two large ball sacks filled with basketballs. 
what sex make you laugh? Ball sex. Ball sex. Filled with basket balls. That's not even that funny. I'm just laughing. He then proceeds to open them up and roll them towards the class and exclaims, Bowling for dancers! And then he takes out a gun and says, Bowling for Columbine. Just kidding. (laughs) He's not going to take it anymore. Like Max. God damn it. (laughs) But before they even get close to the dancers, they suddenly stop. And he doesn't notice, but Mr. O'Grady reaches inside his marble sack and the balls suddenly head back towards Eddie. Eddie tries to avoid the balls, but they're like magnets, attracted to every move he makes. Suddenly, Mr. O'Grady, O'Grady appears behind Eddie, and this and this conversation happens. I, I've got to read page 221. You mean 21? Tw- 221. There, there are not 200 pages. There are 200 pages in this book. Hoi, I'm glad to see you are jo- uh, joining our happy jig. Mr. O'Grady's voice suddenly came from behind him. Eddie jumped and banged into the bleachers. Hey. He rubbed his head and stuttered, No, no, dancing's for girls. Oi, too bad it's to live. Uh, too, too, bad, da- too, li- too bad it's to live. <laughs> to dance is to live, Mr. O'Grady smiled. My people always are a dancing. Tis the men that love it the most. Eddie rolled his eyes. Then the men are sissies. There's the sissies part. The sound of Mr. O'Grady's laughter matched the music from the record player. There's nothing wrong with liking a good time. Okay, so that's Shoot him. Just shoot him in the fucking face. They don't believe in guns. They believe in guns. Irish, uh, leprechauns don't believe in guns. Irish people do, but not in leprechauns. Stab him then. There you go. Fucking stab him. (laughs) I like your Irish accent there. Mr. O'Grady then says that dancing is one of the three things his folk have fun. Eddie asks what the other two are, and the tiny man explains his folk love to collect shiny rocks from around the world. And the other things, other thing is something folk from Transylvania can't stand, which is oddly specific. Yeah, that is. Is laying tricks, is playing tricks on others. Eddie blurts out that their teacher is from Trans, is from the Transylvania Alps. And then Mr. O'Grady asks if she has hair like the color of the sunrise, uh, as the color of a sunrise, and is a serious sort who doesn't like shenanigans and has a brook. Is it brook or brooch? Brooch. 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 The color of spring grass. A bitch. And Eddie answers with a resounding yes to these questions. And Mr. O'Grady comments that he thinks he's found her. Mr. O'Grady then grabs one of the basketballs and twirls away from Eddie and zigzags his his way to turn off the record player. Liza and Melody ask why he stopped the music and he responds by saying it seems as if they're Eddie... They're they're, They're Eddie. they're Eddie. As if their friend Eddie wants to play basketball instead. All the kids glare at Eddie... Mr. O'Grady then tells them that it's fine because he loves basketball, and at home, he was known as Magic O'Grady. Way to appropriate Magic Johnson's name, asshole. Mr. O'Grady then dunks on, dunks on Eddie, and Eddie says that the little Irishman's luck is about to run out. Get dunked on. What? Megalovania. Well, I know that, but what's that have to do with getting dunked on? That's one of the things he says when, like, basically when you get in there. There's a chance that, like, he'll be like, oh, let's just end this now, and you'll, you know, at, like, basically, like, if if you'll do it peacefully. Yeah. And if you say yes, he says get dunked on and just fucking kills you. <laughs> That's funny. Chapter five. I, I, also, I'm just letting you know, I'm just saying all the chapters, because I actually wrote, le- le- like, notes on each chapter. It's lunchtime, and the girls of the group are griping that they haven't even made one shamrock in class for the holiday. Eddie says Mrs. Jeepers hates leprechauns and doubts they'll do anything related to St. Patrick's Day. Melody comments that their turn page 
Teacher must know something about leprechauns that they don't. And Howie says he'll ask his grandma, who is visiting this week since she was born in Ireland. Melody says Howie must have green blood and might be part leprechaun since his family is from Ireland. Howie goes, that's racist. He responds negatively to that and says if that were true, Mr. O'Grady would be a leprechaun too. They all laugh at the idea and name drop the book title. And Mrs. Jeepers hears hears their conversation and asks if they're asking about leprechauns. They all dismiss it and say that they're talking about the new coat from Ireland. Mrs. Jeepers shows off that she's from the 18th century with her Irish hates. Saying she has no desire to meet anyone from Ireland. So you mean the 19th century? I mean, 18th century hated Irish, too. True. Everyone hated the Irish. The kids go on about how much fun he is and how he has a collection of fancy rocks. Mrs. Jeepers frets that he's finally found her and she leaves the kids with more questions. Chapter 6. After school, the kids ponder as to why Mrs. Jeepers is fearful of Mr. Grady and leprechauns. Howie says they should come to his house to meet his grandmother and learn about leprechauns from her. They all agree and take the trip there. They all meet her and Eddie demands she tells them about leprechauns. She agrees and starts with Once Upon a Time. Howie interrupts her saying they want to hear the real story of leprechauns and explains that their Romanian teacher is fearful of them. (laughs) Howie's grandma agrees and tells the tale of the wee folk. Also something I noticed through the book is he wouldn't say... He would say a lot of we folk using two, one E. Yeah. And I'm like, are they just saying it so that that way it's not the two E we folk can be that obvious? Hi, the we folk. Why do you keep patting right there? Pat, pat, pat. Slap, slap, slap. So I'm go- for chapter seven, I'm going to go ahead and read the story as Howie's grandmother says it. This is going to be a couple pages long, just so you guys know. Story time. Also... And he's such a dick, because it's literally like, this is my grandma. Tell me the story! Yeah, all the other kids were introducing themselves, and Eddie's just like, tell me the story. Long ago, leprechauns could be found throughout the world. How his grandmother began. The leprechaun emperor... I'm not going to do an Irish accent, because I'm drunk. The leprechaun emperor ruled the lands by possession of the stolen fairy stone. There are many kinds of magic stones, red, blue, and even purple. But the most powerful one of all is the fairy stone. Fairy. It holds a strong magic. So powerful that the leprechauns became a nuisance with it. They traveled the world, tricking anyone they could. What was the stone like? Melody asked. I don't know why I made her fucking cream. The fairy stone is as green as the grass underfoot and the trees overhead. And the leprechauns were proud to have it. The emperor wore it at the throat of his scarlet robe. Scarlet? Eddie nearly shouted. But that's red. Everybody knows leprechauns wear green. Howie's grandmother shook her head and smacked him. Not in those long ago times. They only began to wear green when they went into hiding. I already like Howie's grandma smacking Eddie. <laughs> that didn't happen. I don't care. I like Why the did they go into hiding? Howie asked. Twas the fault of the vampires. The vampires! All the kids yelled at once, with drool coming out of their mouth like idiots. Oi! Howie's grandmother nodded seriously. The vampires grew tired of the leprechauns tricky ways so they decided to get the fairy stones away from the wee folk that one's spelled with two e's but that's what i mean of like what happened melody asked how did the vampires get the fairy stone from the leprechauns they were tricked howie's grandmother explained the vampire sent a spy to live in the vampire's castle the spy gained their trust and then sneaked into the emperor's bedroom taking the fairy stone whilst she sucked his dick but that's stealing liza cried Howie's grandmother shook her head. 
The truth of the matter is that the fairy stone rightfully belonged to the vampires. And once they got it back, the vampires banished all the leprechauns to the Emerald Isle. Tis then that leprechauns began to wear green and to hide amongst the trees and bushes. Some say it was because of shame, and to this day most leprechauns of Ireland are too ashamed to look at you. Some say you can control a leprechaun if you get him to look in your eyes. But didn't the leprechauns try to get the stone back? Eddie asked like a fucking idiot. Aye, and they're still trying to this day, how his grandmother said. But it's only three days that the leprechauns can be a missing from the Emerald Isle. One day for each leaflet of the shamrock. <laughs> Racism. Uh, the vampire saw fit to punish them that way. Was it Count Dracula who got the stone back for the vampires? Eddie asked with drool slowly coming out of his asshole. <laughs> Is that who the emperor trusted? Howie's grandmother looked at each of each one of them, and then she answered in a whisper, "'Twas a teacher that tricked the emperor." The teacher of his own very children. So this book just claims that Dracula's a real person. I'm just saying. <laughs> also, yes, as we all know, the vampire leprechaun war. Yeah, we all know about that war. I knew about it from school because I read this book. As a I child. was in fucking gate when they talked about it, I guess. Well, excuse me. The kids put two and two together and think that their teacher was the one who stole the gem and is, and is now wearing the brooch. Brooch. And that Mr. O'Grady has come to steal it back. Eddie doesn't believe that Mr. O'Grady is a leprechaun and he's going to prove it by shooting him in the head. No, uh, also <laughs> this chapter has my favorite trope of we should tell authorities about this leprechaun. What the fuck are the authorities going to do? Shoot the leprechaun? What are they going to do? He's an illegal immigrant. The ice will come. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Chapter 8. The next morning, Eddie has a plan to expose Mr. O'Grady. That plan is to out-trick the little man. The others don't think it's a good idea because he's fucking stupid. Five minutes before P.E. starts, Eddie has to go to the bathroom. When he arrives, they all lined up and he's wearing the, his jacket and hiding something in his pocket. They arrive at the gym and Mr. O'Grady wants to play, play some basketball with the kids. But Eddie goes up to him and asks if he wants to learn a new dance. And then he pulls out a gun and starts shooting at his feet. Dance, bitch, dance, he says to the little man. Before shooting him in the foot on accident and being like, Ah, oh, I didn't mean to do that, sorry. And shoots him in the forehead. The end. And then Eddie gets sent away for life. Actually, Eddie got a gold medal by being cool. <laughs> that was the only time he was ever cool in his life, and he talks about it to this day. <laughs> he references it at his job. Yeah. Did I tell you I once was cool? Yeah, I shot a dude in the face. <laughs> okay, that's not what happened. Uh, Eddie goes up to him and asks if he wants to learn a new dance. Mr. O'Grady keeps one hand close by his pouch, and Eddie reveals a jar of fucking bees from his jacket... And says he wants to teach him how to do the honeybee waltz and releases the bees. Dr. Bees! <laughs> What's inside the pinata? Bees. <laughs> and the mystery is. Bees! He's Clarence, but a psychopath. Every, I mean, Clarence is kind of psychopathic. But he at least wasn't doing it just to fuck with people. He... Everyone panics except for Mr. O'Grady. And he pulls out a small red stone and his from his sack and rubs it. He rubs that stone from his sack. I thought you were just going to say he rubs his sack. The, the bees fly out the window without causing any harm. O'Grady calls it a bit of Irish luck. And Eddie gets stung on the tuchus by a bee. Dumb bitch. Chapter 9. Eddie's War. That's the name of this chapter. A.K.A. My War by Black Flag. My War! The, the principal calls Eddie to his office after school that day. 
Mr. Davis gives him the old white privilege wrist slap and sends him out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the kids meet under the big oak tree and devise a plan to stop Mr. O'Grady from taking Mrs. Mrs. Jeeper's brookstone and preventing leprechauns from taking over the world. Of course. What is this plan, you ask? Find out next chapter, which is happening right now. You seem oddly quiet. You don't got any notes. Bees. Um, <laughs> Eddie called Irishman giggles. Mr. Potato Head. I called <laughs> the Irish person Mr. Potato Head. Uh, chapter 10. The also, next... seriously, anyone kill Eddie for that shit? Like, <laughs> like Mr. O'Grady, Mrs. Jeepers. Uh, he should be suspended or expelled for the fucking bees. Well, I'm just saying. With his also history of behavior. It's not like it's a one-time thing. Dude needs to be put on ADHD pills. Or ADD pills. He needs to put on, be put on, like, fucking antipsychotics. He needs to be put on something. I'll tell you that fucking much. Horse tranquilizers. Mm, probably not that. That's just, that's too much, Sam. I know you hate him that much, Sam, but we Put can't do that. Put a bullet in his fucking skull. That's way over the edge, Sam. Eddie just pulled out a gun and shot you first. I don't care. I'm sorry, you're dead. You're dead. Care. Why are you talking? You're dead. Eddie <laughs> shot you in the face. You're dead. I'm free. Why are you talking? Why are you talking, then, if you're free? Why are you talking? Go go be dead. Yay, I killed her. Now I can touch everything, including her face. Yeah. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. Okay, chapter 10. <laughs> the next day, the kids enter their classroom, and Mrs. Jeepers is us during the past year. Uh, time she to reach hungover. page 58. What? We weren't... She looked hungover. She looked like she was exhausted from the world because we've been in a pandemic for the past year. But Mrs. Jeepers was not her normal self. Her red hair hung limply around her face, and dark circles were underneath her dull green eyes. Her white blouse was wrinkled and she wasn't wearing her bat bracelets. Even her green brooch seemed to have lost its shine. And she didn't smile her odd little half smile when she said, Hello, children. Hello, children. Because she has a Transylvania. She does have a Transylvania, but I'm not racist. Not all people from Transylvania sound like that. They... Eddie got it from the fucking movies. When the time comes for P.E., she tells the kids to go and she'll she'll get them at the end of the period. And she lays her head down and takes a nap. Sorry, conks out, is what I said. The kids finally say what their plan is. Eddie plans on staring into his eyes by telling him he has something in his eye and stealing Mr. O'Grady's sack and telling him to go back to Ireland like a person from 1911. Worst plan ever. Mr. O'Grady ignores Eddie's crying of something in his eye and gets the kids ready to learn another Irish dance. He says it's gonna be your fist, your fist in your eye, in your eye if you don't, my fist in your eye if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> that that was the worst one, Sam. <laughs> I don't care. You, you just you just started that one out, didn't you? Shut up. <laughs> Eddie gets in his way and tries tripping the man, and the kid kids admit to knowing about his evil plan to steal their lucky charms. I mean the brooch stone for Mrs. Jeepers. Mister O'Grady says they're foolish to be thinking you can stop me. That was fucking creepy that he knew about it. That was the proof right there that he's a goddamn leprechaun and she's a vampire. Yeah, true. This book proves it. And Santa exists. Series is over. Fucking virgins who don't believe in Santa? Read this. Chapter 11. Mrs. Jeepers enters the gym and Mr. O'Grady takes the opportunity and dances with the exhausted teacher and tries to snatch her lucky charms. But the kids interrupt this char the charade by grabbing his legs and tripping him and Liza stares him in the eyes. She tells him to leave Mrs. Jeepers alone. 
She stops staring and Mrs. Mr. Jeep Mrs. Jeepers calls out his shenanigans. The kids hope it's enough to get the Irish Irishman out of their school. If not, they devise a plan by putting up a sign out front that says Irish need not apply. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It was Eddie's idea. <laughs> no, he just calls the cops from existing. Yeah. Chapter 12. And it's literally one sentence long. Mr. O'Grady left and it was pretty obvious that he's a leprechaun. The end. Yeah, basically. That that was... Yet again, they don't know how to end a book. Yeah. They, they are so anti... This book series is just so anticlimactic. The last chapter is always like two, three pages long being like, Look, a rainbow! He must have left. Fuck. We yeah. did it. We, we did it. Hooray! What's that from again? Dora the Explorer. Alright, thank you. I, I couldn't remember. You know what? Dora? I didn't see Dora on Paramount+. Plus. I saw Dora. The the movie. I don't, I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't remember. What do you remember? I remember seeing Dora and Dora and Friends. So, what did you think of the Adventures of the Billy School Kids, number four? This is literally the one right after Santa Claus, which is funny to me. It is. What, what did you think of the Leprechauns Don't Play Basketball, Sam? Eddie's a dick. Yeah, we kind of figured that out with the first book. But he just continues. This, like, you, know no... you know what sucks about these is that it's the same plot as the first book, pretty much. Yeah. Like, almost note for note. Like, Eddie was just trying to prove that the janitor wasn't Santa. Now he's trying to prove that the leprechaun isn't the basketball <laughs> basketball coach. guy. Isn't the coach. The teacher. The PE teacher. Coach. He's not coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's the same fucking plot. You know, it's like one of the kids is like... He's he's a leprechaun, or he's Santa Claus. And then he's like, no, he's not. I'm gonna be a dick to prove it. Like, <laughs> I, got, I got put bees in the gym. Bees. So I, I just gotta say, I'm I don't think I I cared for uh, Bailey School Kids. Same. Like, I don't know. Should we read any more in the future? I don't like, think I, they're that fun. Like, right? I think maybe the ne- like the next one we might do is Valentine's Day for the for the the, the Cupids don't flip hamburgers. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Cupid doesn't flip hamburgers. Can't we just watch the Gravity Falls Love God episode? No, because they edited out the gay scene. The gay scene never Disney, made its production. Disney didn't want gays. Because of Russia and China. Fuck them. Let the gays exist, you Well, bastards. it's like such a small fucking little part. Yeah. It was just two lesbians. They're Let two, the lesbians be lesbians. They were like two old ladies. Lesbians <laughs> lesbians be lesbian. And... Lesbians got a les. Yeah, there we go. Haters gonna hate. Lesbians got a les. Have you seen the thing of, like, the subtle pride pins, and it's the scissors? Yeah, I saw that one. I like that one a lot. I like everyone, like, how is that subtle? You know what I realized is the best response to it? Huh. It's for the scissor sisters. What? The let's have a kiki, I can't decide, they're gay. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's have a kiki. I wanna have a kiki. Lock the doors. Tight. Let's have a kiki. Motherfucker. I'm gonna let you have it. Let's have a kiki. I wanna have a kiki. Die. Turn. I was trying to reference gay music instead of... Chris, play a song. Just just play a song. Any song. Not even a scissor scissor song. Yeah, that's a scissor song. Sam, you want to go scissor? I don't think we... I don't know if that would really work. I think that'd just be fucking for us. No, you can... A man and a woman can scissor. But I'm not a man. I'm a Muppet. Am I a man? See, I just imagine us scissoring and then you doing like the or arm flail. Am I a Muppet? Am I a Muppet? If I'm a man, I'm a very man. I'm a Muppet of a man. I'm a Muppet of a man. Am I a man? Or am I a Muppet? 
Am I a Muppet? If I'm a Muppet, I'm a very manly Muppet. Very manly Muppet. Here I go again, I'm always running out of time. I think I made up my mind. Now I understand who I am. How's my falsetto? No, no, legit. That's my falsetto. It's it's pretty good. Is my. I feel like it'd be better if you warmed up a little, cause yeah, I definitely need to warm up. I'm I'm not warmed up. Cause you got a little breathy. Yeah, I, well, I'm always breathy. You're that kid from Harold. <sighs> yeah, I love that kid that Helga punches. Yeah, you. It's you. It's not me. I know you're Helga and that kid's kid. <laughs> Smack you. Yeah, I, shut up. You're the you're that kid. Your no. dad's your dad's the kid who breathes hard, and your mom's Helga. No, my mom breathes hard. But, but I mean, she's pretty Helga-y. She is, but I'm saying. But your dad breathes pretty hard too. But not as hard as my mom. He's got to breathe hard because he's so tall, and the air he has to breathe so heavily and hard to get all that breath all through his body. It's not a giraffe. He is a giraffe. I mean, yeah. I mean, he kind of is. He's too bulky to be a giraffe. Well, he's a very fat giraffe. <laughs> like, he's like that one picture from online. You know which one I'm talking about, people? Like, look up fat giraffe and you'll see it. And it's a fake giraffe, but it's like that really fake fat giraffe. And it's funny. So did I tell you the story of like how Ed and I became friends? Huh. So we... Friend well, of the podcast, Ed. What up, Ed? Hey. Um, we missed you. Yeah, please, I miss you. Please do your thing. And when I say your thing, I mean anime! But anyways... So we already bonded, like, over, like, Kingdom Hearts and some other shit while on the bus. Yeah. Because we took the same bus. But I remember in social studies, like, one of the first memories I had was, like, we were sitting through the gate version of world history, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about, like, how the animals are different, and how they differently co-evolved with humans. Yeah. And I just, like, turned to him, and I was like, if I was a giraffe, I'd be a very awkward giraffe. But anyways, he drew a giraffe with, like, my tits. (laughs) And, like, kind of my face. Giraffe tits. Yep. Okay. And it was like in the front. Yeah. It was not... awkward. Yeah, and looking awkward as hell. Yeah. So that's how we bonded over awkward giraffe. Okay. And that's when Sam learned that she doesn't have a best friend because I killed them. Why'd you kill Ed? Yeah. Because I thought he was being snooty. I and I and I went all I went all Dragon Ball, and I was I became a Saiyan man, and then I hugged them, and I blew up. And then and then they were all crouched over like that. Ed was Ed was right. Ed was Yamcha? No. Ed was right. You are a douchebag. <laughs> when I first dated when I, I first started dating you, yeah, he that, said that he's like He looks he's like a douchebag. He looks like a douchebag. I mean which it's fair. <laughs> it's fair. I'm not gonna lie. He is right. Like, I mean I I mean I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Come on, baby, come fuck me. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy, aren't I? <laughs> Why are you still with me, Sam? Cause he's a nice guy. <laughs> That's funny, and you know it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, okay, we <laughs> didn't get back on topic of the book. We got so off topic. It's drunk in book club. It's, it's fine. It's drunk in book club. It is it's fine. fine. Why are you making me rub your face? It's comforting. It's fine. Stop it. I don't want to comfort you. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you're not I'm a, a nice douche guy. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Good times. Good times are had by none. <laughs> this is a, I don't know, but, but no, in all seriousness, like, I don't think I want to read any more of, um, 
Oh, of uh, of the Bailey School Kids. Like, I think, yeah, maybe for Valentine's Day next year, but... Maybe. But maybe. Like, I think maybe the only other one that we could maybe do is elves don't wear hard hats for Christmas. Yeah. Like, that's maybe the other one we could do. But at, at the other time, we could just do, like, a, a go- we could do Beware the Snowman at that point of Goosebumps for if we want to do a Christmas special one, a quarter one. Or we could find one. so many other Christmas ones. Like, there's a million Christmas books. Yeah, we, sh- we should try to branch off. But as much as I, I kind of like doing, like, big name books because I get good listens. We need to read more. Uh, no. How to Train Your Dragon, maybe, at some point? We do need to. I, I think maybe after we do... Uh, Animorphs, the second Animorphs. You know what we should do at some point? Huh? Bunicula. Ooh, Bunicula. That's that's Halloween. Yeah. Halloween next year is going to be Bunicula. Put it on your calendars, people. Drunken Book Club, October 2021. Bunicula. Did you, did you find the Bionicles one there? I found the Bionicles one with my foot. We should read the Bionicles one. Do you want to do that one next? No, no. Next is, uh... Uh, mm. Next up is the we're doing the uh, stay out of the basement for Earth Day. Oh yeah, because it's Plant Dad. Plant Dad. No 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 no. He's like I'm Plant Daddy. He pulls your hair and fucks you. And wait, but he he only wants a gay. He's gay because he locks up a a Mexican man inside a closet. That happens. Hey, I love me some Plant Dad. See, it's fun to do though when you say Plant Dad. It's not that fun. It wasn't that fun. We gotta stop or or Disney's gonna sue us because Disney owns that now, not Fox. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. They own Spider-Man too now. God damn it. Dumbass. They don't don't own Batman. Yeah, they they own the Batman theme song. That's bullshit. They own it because it used to to belong to Fox. It's bullshit. Remember how I used to tell you that like the Simpsons, they were like... Like the 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 executives were like, you can use the na 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 Batman all you want. We own the rights to that. Na 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 leader. Because it was it was owned by Fox, and yeah, there so, you go. That's why. Yeah, that's why they're able to use the the Batman theme. The koala. Yes, you are, Sam. Yes, you are. <laughs> Sam's a horny koala. I'm gonna give you chlamydia now. Yeah, <laughs> that means I get sex. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a virgin anymore, guys. Thanks for the high five, Sam. After finally, after almost eleven years. After almost eleven years, I got the clap. <laughs> Stop clapping for me! I got enough. <laughs> Give him more. <laughs> All right, I think that's the end of the episode. I think we've had a good time. Because I, I was about to say, there's really not much else to say about this book. Like, do you have any other, anything else to say? Like, do you have anything in your notes? Mm-hmm. Hey, he's a douchebag. I mean, I already covered that. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm standing by that because seriously, it's fair to say he is a little shithead. I can't fucking stand his ass. You know what I think about Eddie? Fucking rip. Why did I rip the book? I mean, there we go. Look at that. I got the wow. page. I got the corner. But then it tore. There we go. Why did you just like? Why did you rip it? We can't sell it back. We can sell its bookmans now. We don't need to sell. It. No kid needs to read this. Eddie's a dick, and that kid's gonna become an Eddie. I wanna be like Eddie. We gotta prevent a child from becoming Eddie. Rip. Rip it all. Can I rip? Yeah, go ahead. Rip. I want to rip. Let it rip. <laughs> ah, Sam, why? Here. <laughs> she can't rip that many pages. There you go. Ah, ripping, ripping Bailey School Kids. Uh-huh. Why are we ripping Bailey School Kids? You started it. We just it. destroyed a book. We destroyed I, a child's book. You started it. We could have donated this book I fucking and said give it that. to a child. Fucking said no, that. you said sell it to Bookman. But why? Why did you tear it up? Why the first are you place? still tearing it? 
Because it's already torn. It's not like we can sell like half of a book. A love will tear us apart again. It's literally like just half of a book. I mean, the book was half of a book to begin with. It's only like 71 pages long. But seriously, you started the tearing. That is fair. That is fair. Okay, thank you for joining us this time on Drunken Book Club. Hey, whatever you're listening to us on, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, whatever it's called. Hey, give us a like. It really does mean a lot. Or subscribe or leave a review. Whatever you can do on any of those. We really, we really respect you if you do. I was about to say, especially if you do it on iTunes and leave a good review, it definitely means a lot because it's a pain in the ass to get on iTunes and iTunes fucking sucks. I fucking hate iTunes. But hey, stay cool out there. And if you want to keep updated on the podcast, I was about to say, besides subscribing, you can go to the Speaking of Which podcast page on on our Facebook or SLW underscore podcast on our Twitter. And I tend to shit post on there too if you like good laughs. And you can also check us out on patreon.com slash speaking of which all content is a dollar. That's right. You want a bonus episode every week? A dollar. You want cut for content? A dollar. You want shows early? The the YouTube shows and our podcast? Early? A dollar. Uh, do you want this our notes? Pin. That's no, the curse pin is not a dollar. <laughs> that is our curse pin and we have to live with it. It's a dollar. <laughs> but yeah, it's a dollar or whatever you think we deserve. It's We don't really ask for much. And we'll give you a shout out uh, on every episode of the podcast as well. For a dollar. A dollar. A dollar. A dollar. 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 And hey, you can follow me at the underscore Rupal on Twitter and Instagram. Sam? You can find me on Twitter she, and she Instagram. She put up her hand for a high five and I did not give it to her. You can follow Weiss at Force Left Hander. Drop the last E on Hander on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And Juan is found at... At jrovo.com or Voice of J-Rod on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And he's also streaming on his Twitch quite a bit more now. And you should check out Rars McGee. R-A-W-R-Z-M-C-G-E-E. Rars McGee, Twitch.com. And we also have a Twitch as well, which I... I don't know. I, I did one thing so far. I might continue doing more stuff. I, I kind of just want to chat with people. That's all I really want to do. I don't really want to play games that much. I just want to chat with people because I'm a fucking weirdo. But you can follow me at twitch.com slash the underscore Rupal. I'm thinking of changing it to speaking of which, but I got to find out how to do that. But I'm an idiot. Thank you for joining us this time on speaking of which. What song should we go out on? Um, I'm thinking something by uh, Flogging Molly. Yeah, I was thinking either Drunken Lullabies. Uh, that's a classic right there. Because that's a good one for Drunken Book Club. It is. That's honestly the one I'm going to stick to. Is that's okay, Drunken Lullabies. I think, I think I'm going to agree with you because, you know what? It's funny. People always argue which one's better, uh, Flogging Molly or Dropkick Murphy. I'm a Flogging Molly guy. I mean, I had a Flogging Molly. That was part of my whole, I had a whole like St. Patrick's Day outfit play. Yeah. And I was proud of it because I had a Flogging Molly shirt. I had black, a black skirt, mm-hmm. black denim, and then like knee high. And a Cadillac. The boys of time bomb. That's rancid. Um, I like rancid. Knee high green and black socks. Mm-hmm. My green Converse. And I had shamrock uh, shoelaces. Nice. That's pretty so, cool. I was proud of that. If you're in Boston. <laughs> if you're from Beantown. But I don't like my dad. That's fair. He was a mean man.
he would scream at me when I listened to too much Flogging Molly. He's like, what are you? The Departed? Get out. He didn't do that. Yeah, he hit me and he said Departed. More like defarted and then farted on me. No, just tell you to pray. Yeah, he'd he'd be like, you better pray the gay away, boy. You're like, no. I don't want to. I don't want to pray the gay away. Fuck the pain away. Keep the gay in. (laughs) You know... Oh, gosh. I love Flogging Molly. Where, when was the first time you listened to Flogging Molly? Um, middle school? Oh, my God. I remember. Yo? Neopets. Ne- oh, that's funny. Because mine is Gaia Online. Because it was like the pet page. Mm-hmm. And the pet page, sometimes people would have music playing. Yeah. And they had drunken lullabies. That was the same one. I had a... I, I don't... No, I'm not going to high five <laughs> you. God, come down, Billy Quiz Boy. <laughs> high five. No. But no, it was it was on there. It was I can't remember what that website was called, but you could make a playlist and have it like autoplay oh, yeah. on like web pages. What was it called? I think it was like playlist something or other. I can't remember because I uh, had it. Yeah, same, same. Of course, I was about to say I had to put my medal and be like, hey, look how cool I am to people. Because like you could eat, on Guy Online, you could either have a video or have like a playlist. And I remember my friend would have the fucking uh, power thirst. And, like, his, his girlfriend at the time was like, can you not have that video autoplay? Because as soon as I click your page, it's like, hey, what do you want? Some power thirst? And she would get scared because she would have it, like, she would have, like, speakers on and not her. Or she would have the headphones and it would be like, ow, ear rape. So, I actually found a great thing that's kind of like the power thirst thing. Yeah? It was man pawns. Man pawns. I've, so, I've heard of that. So Because it, it's basically that same kind of power thirst toxic masculinity make fun of. Yeah. But should, for, we, should we use this uh, this leftover book and make confetti for uh, St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> what are we going to do? Happy belated St. Patrick's Day, guys, by the way. So, the first, you know what the funny thing is? First, when you said use that, yeah. I was like lining for the rat cage. <laughs> we haven't had rats in like two years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's two. Because mm. it was, we're coming up on three. Mm. But we had, because it was when I was at, um, at my training yeah and like august oh yeah and i got really sad when the last one died poor oreo yeah that oreo. was the worst fucking time because i was like i don't want to tell sam but i got to yeah and like i was crying by the like like moping by the cage being like i don't know what to do uh should i call him to work because i'm sad now okay good night everyone drunken lullabies <laughs>